So usually when I go to conferences, I always try to find somebody that I can run with. Y'all know running is a big part of my mental health routine and ritual. And this year I set a big running goal for myself to push myself a little bit more physically and mentally. So a couple of months ago, I was at a conference and I put up on the Facebook group, anyone interested in running with me in the morning? Luckily, the man you're about to hear said, yeah. And we went on a little run together one morning. His name is Michael Boley, and he is in his early 20s. He's still in college. And we had the very best talk about mental health, what he wants to create in this world. And I followed him on Instagram. Cool? Cool. Listen, when I followed him on Instagram, I started watching some of his videos. And and he was doing some interesting things that he's going to share with us today that he claims will keep your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. The difference between peak performance and poor performance is not intelligence or ability. Most often, it is the state that your mind and your body is in. That comes from Tony Robbins. Y'all, I'm Heather Parody. So grateful that you are here. Today, we're going to be talking about how to change your state for mental health. Before we get started, linked up in our show notes, we have a survey for listeners that we're really pushing. I know I keep talking to you guys about it, but we want to get your feedback on this show. Does it make your brain happy? Is there anything we can do to improve it? We really, really care about you and want to hear from you. As a thank you, we'll be sending random participants here and there gift cards as a thank you. So fill it out for anything else other than your chance to get that. But let's dig into this, y'all. Changing your state for mental health. I mentioned that I met Michael while running at this conference. He was so kind and I was really impressed with what he was wanting to create in this world just even at a young age. He is on a mission to teach personal development to ambitious young adults. He wants to help students and young leaders breakthrough mental barriers by distilling life lessons from high achievers across the globe. So on his Instagram and his platforms, he's teaching these change of state exercises, which he's going to drop on us today. So what I was doing there was actually part of my morning routine where I physically try to get my body warmed up and excited and in a good place for the day. The core of this comes from the idea of changing your physiology. So most people, when they are not in a good state, you can tell just by looking at them. You can see that their head is down, their shoulders are down, they're looking down, they're slumped. And so what I'm doing is I'm actively choosing in the morning that I'm going to give myself a boost in physiology. I'm going to make sure that I put my head up, my shoulders back. I'm going to jump around. I'm going to get excited. And although it looks funny, it looks stupid. It's uh, it's a way to put myself in a good state in the morning. Well, Michael, what if I am not in the mood to jump around and change my body? Like, I'm just not in the mood to do that. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's kind of too, <laughs> in some ways, Heather, it's, it's, it's too bad. It's too bad because what, what happens with your physiology is that um, in every moment you are sending your body 
is sending signals to your brain about how you should feel. And so if you continue to sit in the same place in what you would call a poor position or poor physiology, then you're letting your body continue to send the same signals to your brain that you should continue to feel the same way. And so you'll remain in that same state. Physiology is so important, but if you do want to explore some other options, I do have quite a few uh, other ways to change your state as well, but the physiology is really a good core component of it. And that's why I like to start with it. We'll get to those other points in a second, but I want to know, do you do this just in the morning or do you do it at other times in your day? I do it every morning and then I do it as needed. If there is a time where I notice myself shifting into a scarce or a poor state mentally and emotionally, I feel weighed down. Then the first thing that I'm going to go to is asking myself, wait a second, where is my body? What am I currently doing with it? And what signals is that sending to my brain about how I should feel? Oh, it's in a terrible position. Let me change that first. Can we walk through maybe something we could do? What, how do I change my state? The first thing that you're going to want to do usually is a lot of your physiology starts with your breath, with your breathing. This is why I love breathing meditation. And so the very first thing that I'm going to do at least is control my breath. So I'm going to start with, uh, you've probably heard the strategy of uh, taking a longer out uh, exhale than you do an inhale. So I'll usually do about a five second inhale. I'll hold for about five to 10 seconds, and then I'll do more like a 10 to 20 second exhale. Why is that? Do you know why we would do a longer exhale? I know that it regulates, like it's one of the best ways to bring your heart rate down. And that's also just what I've, I've learned through reading Tony Robbins and, um, and I've continued to hear the same, the same principle of a longer exhale. And I'm kind of one of those practical people where I just go out and if somebody says something works, I try it. And then I, if it works for myself, then that's all I care about. I'm practical. Okay. So breathing, what else? So breathing is going to be number one. And then usually I like to relax going through. So you've probably heard of, uh, going over different areas of your body and relaxing each section. And so I usually start, I hold a lot of tension in my face and in my neck Mm -hmm. and my shoulders, and I'll usually relax those and I'll make sure to sit up straight in a nice, comfortable position. It's almost like you'd be sitting to meditate. So I'll relax the breathing and then I'll relax my face, go down my neck, shoulders, uh, chest down to the legs and feet and be in basically Mm -hmm. a nice, confident, but relaxed uh, position. So that's, that's a relaxing thing to do. You've seen me jump around because the other thing that I'll do once I've, I've relaxed myself is to now take it from a place of a a poor physiology and poor state. And I'll go into not just an okay, relaxed state, but an excited state, a state that's ready to take on something if I'm trying to get myself ready for something. And so I'll do a, um, a motion that is confident, that is direct like power posing? Um, and, um, well, a power posing that moves. I'll do a motion and I'll usually put a word to it too. So I'll say yes or something like that. And it, it sounds crazy or it looks crazy to other people, but it works so well. So all you can find a motion that works really well for you, whether it's like a, a fist pump in the air or uh, or anything like that. And you do it and you say yes. And you start to put yourself, you start to tell your brain, oh, wait, like it wakes up. Wow. It's like, oh my gosh, wait, we're about wow. to do something. Yeah. We better get ready. No, I love that. So I, you know, I 
give a ton of energy throughout my day. I host three shows. We do nine episodes a week between everything. I have client calls. I have group calls in my Facebook group. I'm constantly showing up on this thing right here. And I'm a human and I'm a hyperhuman and I'm an extrovert, as you know, from meeting me, but I get worn, so worn, like just completely down. And I've never done anything like this. I've done some push-ups before and stuff like that. But thinking about creating a routine to kind of get myself to that place, I go through these motions. I do this and my brain doesn't know that something awesome isn't happening like this because I'm releasing chemicals, right. To tell my body, this is what's going on or tell my brain, this is what's going on. Yeah, and then my absolutely. body yeah, you're changing the chemical composition. Okay. So if I personally don't want to go through in, in physical motion, I can pick whatever feels good. So if I'm saying confidence, I could do whatever motion comes up for me. When I say the word confidence, I can literally make that up. You can make that up. I think the simplest thing that you could do is a yes and a fist bump in the air. The general idea is it needs to be confident, direct. And the more you do it, the more you'll start to get into it and believe it. It's going to feel awkward and weird at first. What am I doing? Why am I saying yes? I'm doing this motion. Your body gets used to it over time. And then it becomes a trigger an anchor. So mm. that every time you do that same motion, this is why I use the same motion. Usually I can immediately put myself back into a resourceful state. So it becomes a habit oh. and anchor you can use whenever you need it. What are the other ways to change your state? If I don't want to do the motion, yell. All right. So if you don't want to do the motion, with physiology, the second way that I found to be most effective for changing your state is to use very specific directed questions to reframe your thoughts, reframe Ooh. your thinking in your head. So this is something that I, I found to be really important since I initially was really interested in Buddhist philosophy and learning about how ways to think and perceive differently. And this is something that really resonated the same across a lot of personal development books that I've read, including Tony Robbins. And so the idea here is that you can't be in a poor state if you're not having any poor thoughts, like your thoughts are going to direct your state. If you're not having any doubts, any worries, any fears, if you're, if you're full of gratitude, in a sense, there's no way you can be in a poor state because gratitude gets rid of the rest of those other feelings of fear and, and all sorts of stuff. And so um, to simplify it down, you could be thinking in any given moment about what you have or what you don't have, what you want or what you don't want, what you can control in the moment or situation or what you can't control, or you could be focusing on the problem or the solution. Now, naturally, your brain is going to want to focus on the problem, on what you don't have, on what you can't control. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's trying to protect you. It's doing its job as a half a billion year old mechanism to protect you from what could happen and what could go wrong. And so it's trying to help you, but in doing so, it's not making you feel very good. Right. You're in a poor state because of it. And so what you can do is use questions to direct your attention over towards what you do have, what you want, what you can control and what the solution is. So you can ask yourself um, stuff like, how does this serve me in this mm. moment? Or what is the best case scenario? Because everybody spends mm. so much time focusing on the worst case scenario. You can also ask, will I care about this in five years? Right? Mm. You can zoom out and you can get some better perspective and reframe it, your thoughts um, just with these specific questions. So let's do a little quick recap. So far, we've talked about 
breathing exercises to calm yourself down. We've talked about changing your physiology through movement. We talked about reframing your thoughts through these intentional questions. But Michael has one more. So this is one that people very, very commonly overlook, but it is so, so powerful. So um, the last one is to essentially use your imagination to give yourself the sensation or experience that you need in that moment. Love it. And for most people, it sounds crazy and they don't do it. They overlook it, but the brain can't tell the difference between an experience that's been imagined and a real one. And so you have the choice in any given moment to give your brain exactly what it needs to feel in that moment. One of the ways you can do this, um, which I found uh, to be really useful, is to already use memories that are packed with positive emotions. Mm -hmm. They're packed with, um, with moments of emotions that you need. So for example, if you're in a place where you need to boost your energy or you need to boost your confidence, you can think back to a time of when you were really energized or a time when you were really confident. And if you sit there and you imagine that moment for a few minutes, you'll actually notice a couple things start to happen. One, you'll start to actually get those feelings of how you felt in that moment, and you'll bring those back into the present. And two, what you might actually notice also happen is your physiology will change to match it. Mm. And your, your body is going to start to be put in a position where you do feel more confident or you do feel more energized because your brain thinks, oh my gosh, I'm in this moment of a lot of energy and I have a lot of confidence. And so you can use your memories or you can also create your own visualizations. And this is a trick that I learned pretty recently because when I get really stressed and I want to uh, just, I want to move on. I want to move on to something else. I don't want to have to worry about something I was just working on or something I was just uh, stressed about because I have something else to do. What I'll do is I'll visualize a whiteboard that is just full of scribbles. It's messy. It's stressful. There's scribbles all over it. It's, it's cluttered. And then what I'll, I'll do is I'll imagine myself spraying down the whiteboard, getting a towel and wiping it perfectly clean wiping it perfectly clean. And then I'll imagine a line of energy from that whiteboard to me, like filling me up with energy now that I'm totally crystal clear, there's nothing on my plate, and then I can move forward. Isn't it cool? I'm so glad that I was able to introduce you guys to Michael. Make sure you connect with him. He has a show called Control Shift Mindset. His LinkedIn is under his name, Michael Boley, linked up in the show notes. But before we go, Michael, anything else? Okay, pro tip, make a game out of changing your state. Mm -hmm. When you get into a poor state and you start to practice these tools, make a game and see how fast you can get yourself into a resourceful state. The beautiful thing about this is that the more you practice it, the more you can make it a habit. And when you make it a habit, Although it starts difficult, it gets much easier. And then you have the ability, the skill of being able to change your state in any moment that you need it. So try it out, friends. Change your state. Jump around a little. Throw your hand up in the air. Even if it feels weird, even if it feels silly, like Michael said, your body sometimes doesn't know the difference. And sometimes we have to jumpstart it. Listen, y'all, whether it's going to a laughter club to add more joy to your day, coloring in a coloring book to reduce anxiety, or jumping around, fist bumping to change your state and bring some more energy in. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.